Welcome to the Restaurant Boss Podcast, where you can make more money, have more freedom, and actually start to enjoy owning your restaurant. If you're feeling overwhelmed, stressed, and just sick of the struggle, you've come to the right place. So here is your host, the Restaurant Boss himself, Ryan Bromfin. Have you ever had to deal with a lazy manager or a lazy employee in your restaurant? Well, I've got a couple of tips coming up to help you deal with that right now. Hey everybody, Ryan Gronfin here, author, speaker, chef, restaurateur, founder of therestaurantboss.com, as well as clickbacon.com and scalemyrestaurant.com. Before we get into the video here, I want to quickly thank the fine folks at Guardian Drain Lock for sponsoring this video. There will be more information on them coming up here at the end. But for now, let's talk about those lazy managers or lazy employees in your restaurant or what we think is lazy behavior. See, I don't necessarily believe in lazy behavior. I think there's two factors that contribute to what we're perceiving as lazy. Very quickly, the first is either a total lack of the skill needed. They don't have the skill to complete the job or it's a total lack of motivation or priority. Not necessarily motivation. It could be a lack of prioritizing the task. But first, let's look at what I think is maybe more important than both of those, which is, have you clearly defined the task at hand? Have you clearly delivered the task in a way that the manager or the employee is crystal clear and completely and totally understands what the outcome is supposed to be, what the expectation is supposed to be, when it's supposed to be completed, et cetera, et cetera. A lot of times I find that when managers or employees aren't doing what they're asked to do, we can perceive that as lazy behavior, but in reality, it wasn't clearly presented. The task wasn't clearly presented. So moving forward, let's assume that the task was very, very clearly presented. The outcome, the expectation, the deadline were all crystal clear and yet they still didn't do what they were supposed to do or don't do what they're supposed to do on a very regular basis. First, total lack of skill. If I were to ask you to build a rocket ship to take me to the moon, what are the chances you're gonna be successful in that? Probably very small, unless you're some kind of a space aeronautical engineer scientist person, right? I know I love space and I couldn't build a rocket ship. I couldn't design a rocket ship that could get someone to the moon. So if you were to assign that task to me, no matter how motivated I was, no matter how much money you offered me, no matter what you wanted to give me as a bonus for completing it, no matter how much you yelled at me, no matter how much you encouraged me, it's not gonna happen. It's just not gonna happen. Now, on a more realistic example in your restaurant, maybe you've asked your manager, to enforce or to create and enforce a cell phone policy. No more cell phones in the restaurant. And yet they don't do it. They don't turn it into you. They don't write it. They don't enforce it. You think to yourself, well, that's not a lack of skill. Anyone can do that. But can they? Have they ever written policies before? Are they good on the computer? Are they confident enough in their spelling and grammar? Again, have they ever written a policy before? Do they even know what the policy should be? See, a lot of times we're just assuming they have the skill. 
We're assuming that because we hired someone who's got 10 years of management experience or they've been a manager before that they know how to do this. But chances are, and this isn't anything against a lot of managers out there, a lot of managers have never written policies. They've been given policies, but then they're asked to write a policy and they don't know what to do. So then they go onto Google and they do some research and they try to cut and paste some stuff from here and there, but it's, it, it, it doesn't look good. It's not right. And then now we're asking them to train and enforce on that policy. But again, like I think a lot of times it's just a complete lack of skill. They just don't have the skills to do that. Now let's assume that they do have the skills to do that, that they've done this in the past for you, but they're still not performing on things that they should know how to do. Well, then that's what I call a total lack of motivation. And again, I should maybe use the word a lack of prioritization. But what I mean by this is in their head, they're just prioritizing that what they're doing now is more important than what they should be doing, what you're asking them to be doing. An example is maybe you have a manager who you want to be on the floor, but is spending too much time in the office. What's happening there is either a lack of skill, either they're not comfortable on the floor, they don't like being on the floor, they don't like interacting with the guests, even though they say they did, they're not good at that, that's a lack of skill, they're not comfortable with it, or maybe what's happening is in their head, they're prioritizing in that moment that they would rather be in the office, on social media, pushing papers from one side of the desk, pretending to be busy, than out on the floor. They've just reprioritized things. Even though you've put a priority on them being on the floor in their head, they would rather be doing the other things. Now, this is where your job is to step in. You often hear me say, your job is to manage systems and develop people. Well, let's assume that the, the systems have been developed. We have to manage those systems. But now what I need you to do is to develop your people. We have to motivate them. We have to encourage them. We have to develop them into the kind of person that doesn't prioritize social media over being on the floor. We have to find out what it is that they want and tell them stories and teach them how what they want isn't going to be achievable. They're not going to get that unless they're doing all these other things. That's where your job as a leader, not a manager, Managers manage systems, leaders develop people. This is where your job as the leader comes into play, where you now have to develop the person, you have to develop the employee, you have to develop the manager to make sure that they are prioritizing things properly based on their goals, not your goals. No one cares about your goals. If you think your team cares about your goals, you're wrong. They may say they do and they might this much. They care about their goals. And the only way their goals are going to take precedent over your goals is if their goals and your goals are aligned. So you better figure out a way to make sure that your manager's goals and your goals are aligned. Because if your managers succeed and your restaurants succeed, chances are your goals, you're going to succeed. You're going to reach your goals. So spend more time helping your managers reach their goals so you can reach your goals. But the point is, I want you to eliminate that word lazy from your vocabulary and I want you to start breaking it down further and ask yourself the question, I don't think this employee was really lazy. There's a really good chance I didn't describe the task clear enough and then if we assume that we did and they're still not doing it, then it's either a total lack of skill or a total lack of prioritization that you have to now step in and fix. Hey, did you notice something in today's episode? Yep. 
No ads, no sponsors, just great training to help you make more money, have more freedom, and avoid the stress, struggle, and overwhelm many restaurant owners feel every day. How do I do it? How is it that you listen to all those other podcasts that have minutes and minutes worth of lame ads for underwear or other websites they're promoting? I don't judge them, but I choose to focus on you. I can only do this because you share my podcast with other folks who end up looking me up online, registering for my courses, and getting amazing results in their restaurants. It's because of you that I can self-fund this effort, and you know how hard it is to do all this. That's why I appreciate you so much. So if you like this podcast, ad-free and sponsor-free, do me a favor. Tell a friend in the restaurant business about this podcast and my website, therestaurantboss.com. It would sure help, and I would appreciate it. I'm sure our community would, too. Plus, if you could leave me a review on iTunes or post a comment about this episode on my website, that would be huge as well. Until next time, remember your success in the restaurant business is about your ability to create, manage, and master systems while developing your employees. Have a wonderful day. Thanks a lot for listening to the Restaurant Boss Podcast with your host, the restaurant boss himself, Ryan Gromfin. For more great content, free stuff to help you make more money and enjoy more freedom, visit therestaurantboss.com and click on podcast. Be sure to register on our email list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time.